Welcome to another On Wax Podcast. Today, we're going to review the top year picks. 2016. 16? What the fuck was that? You I don't know. That? I don't know. Wow. I, I mean, okay, yeah. so we tried to do this like several times and Lynn kept messing with me and making me fuck up. So, it's 2016, bitches. Get your legs together. Don't die. Because it's going to be a dark, dark ride. And I'm not talking about Mandingo. So. You know, he's a porn star. Do you know what Mandingo Party is? Yes, you showed me. Oh, right. ha ha. Yeah. Yes. That was intense. Yes. There's this meme that's out, and it's this white guy. Oh, for fuck's sake, this is a music <laughs> <laughs> And we have Serene, everybody. Serene. Hello. We're also followed by Mary Poppins. So the way we set this up is we have all our top genres. We have metal, yeah. R&B. You're not gonna hit us with a whisper now. Oh, isn't that Mary though? <laughs> like, I, I, I thought it was a pop champion. Yeah. No, it's not. Nice. Where I carry it over there. See, there we go. Then we also have pop. Um. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> But in all seriousness, guys, we think these are great albums. We think everybody should listen to them, give them a chance. Um, if it's coming from the own wax crew, you know it's real shit. So we're going to start out with metal. Um, Serene, you are the metal champion, sir. What is your album of the year? Definitely going to be up to Because Yurio's Magma. Um, That's it, sexy. It, it, it definitely, I feel like, this, this wasn't a great year for metal. Let's just start out with that. Like it, There really just wasn't a lot of standout acts in my opinion I, I was not in, in my opinion should, that should be said is you know I'm sure that people have different things but I didn't like Korn I didn't care for Metallica you know um Make a deal. no uh, wait 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 wait. Hold on, hold on hold on hold on hold on so you didn't like Metallica right I was not a fan that, that is true of their of their self the countdown self-destruction where the hell it was called <laughs> okay and we did not like Megadeth I feel like as an album, there were there were more things that stood out. Where where Metallica was too long, Megadeth was you know maybe didn't stand out enough. Like it was just another Megadeth album. Put down three fingers. It's an M now. Mary Poppins, what was your pick? <laughs> <laughs> what, what just happened? <laughs> Buddha, he wasn't here for Drake's review. Okay, Drake has this line and it says. Put my six upside down now. It's a nine now. <laughs> and I said, put three upside down. It's an M now. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's still just... Was there something funny said? I missed the punch. What's going on? Okay. You missed nothing. That, that was it. Okay. So it's just not funny. What is your... <laughs> oh! No respect. Mary Poppins, what is your top metal, metal pick of the year? Um, I was listening to Death Grips, uh, Bottomless Pit, 
I think that's a great album. I don't know if it's exactly metal. I think it is. I think it is. I'll go with that. I, I don't know. Mary, it's weird to me because, like, all your album picks, I'm not sure what genre they're for. Because, <laughs> like, Death Grips me, like, I, I'm not sure Death Grips belong anyway. Are they hip hop? Are they metal? Like, I'm really not sure. I feel like they're Are like, they punk? No. I feel like they're <laughs> perfect. Like, fusing other two genres. <laughs> they're not. They're not. So, uh, what did you choose, Lynn? What is your top pick of the, you know? Uh, well, it's like, you know, Serene said, you know, Megadeth wasn't, eh, you know. Three Upside Down. Corn was, Corn has a, a, a couple of okay songs. Huh? They, they had that Corey Taylor song that was really good. That was You nice. talking about that Slipknot song? I was about to say the, the Corey Taylor song was really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Metallica had Hardwired and, you know, Spit Out the Bone, I really like, but album was too long. Uh, then we did uh, Five Finger Death Punts. It wasn't for me. Like we, we did like a lot of we did quite a few metal albums and none of it spoke to me. Mostly because like metal doesn't really speak to me to begin with. Um, that's that's bad phone service. Yeah, right. Uh, with that being said, though, I had to like do my own research, right, and find what I liked. And I decided my uh, metal pick of the year is from Devin Townsend Project, and the album is Transcendence. Go you. I love how he has his phone up to like you know remember what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Call me out, sorry. Call me out. That's all right. I got mine out too to make sure I say the name right because I've been wanting to call it something else like a lot here lately. I yeah. don't know why. Um, so my top metal pick for 2016 is Texas Hippie Coalition. So I listened to that song. I didn't get it. Like, like I, I don't know the groove, but like, we'll steal it. We'll take uh, it. it we'll like, get it. It's just fucking metal. It's heavy. Is it? It felt okay. Like let's just come to when I have like, what is metal? Because like your pick was hard rock to me. Metal pick. Um, Mary's pick is somewhere in hip hop and metal. I'm not sure where. And Serena, you wanted to pick, you know, um, ghost first, which we argue is it metal or not. So what is metal? To well, me, to metal, it has too many sub dramas. Uh-huh. To me, metal is keyword. It's always been called heavy metal. Now, the times between when you get to what's heavy or not, like Def Leppard used to be very fucking heavy, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you start going and moving from everything else. I would say metal to me is an aggression. There's definite aggression. And I feel like... So then, so Whack Rack could be considered metal then. There's definite aggression in that. No, that's just considered not good music. But... Oh! Oh! oh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the inside. <laughs> Throw the M up in oh, three now. <laughs> just stab. Wow. I know. The gun or the knife. It's cool. <laughs> but... <laughs> That, that was intense. You know? <laughs> I can tell. It's like it's like you tried to dodge the comment. I saw your whole head kind of like shift to the side like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Voodoo was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're great. We're great uh, people. Okay, um, for those of you who don't know, we're referencing Young M.A. She's amazing. Uh, that, that, that's the Is kid. she? I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about I think, that. I think she's something. You call her Stephanie. <laughs> Uh, I call it half a day. Okay. But yeah, so those are our top metal picks. The reason I picked uh, Texas Hippie Coalition is because, uh, to me, it's very reminiscent of a younger Pantera. You know, I I love Pantera. Uh, It's like a big deal for me. The voice, everything. And 
there's some pretty dark guys, man. And I mean, just production wise, it's a full heavy sound. You know, I know you guys are already here on these older podcasts where Serena's always talking about power chords. You know, um, having the bass drum connect when we're switching power chords and shit. And that's what's going on here. And it's to one of part to me in my mind, it's maximum. But um, to your ghost thing, Serene, that you chose, um, I don't know about that. They don't. They don't know about that part yet. We're not there yet. He, he Lynn already spilled it. No, he didn't pick. Ghost. He did spill it, didn't he? No, I, I, yeah, I, he no, did. I, 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 I said he was thinking about picking ghosts from metal, but he decided not to because it's not metal. I, I didn't say. He, well, I don't consider it metal. Like it's, yeah. it's. I like. I, I found it on like a yoga for metal podcast, but, or not podcast, but a playlist. But like even then, like. Ghost is it's 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 just so atmospheric and it's so clean that you know it, it's I, I almost would consider it like it has to be downgraded to a hard rock sort of genre you know yeah I, I can see that and that's why you picked Gojira right because... yeah Gojira I feel like is a definitely better representation of metal and and I feel like Gojira could um, it, it's it even you know like they do such a good job of trying to make sure each song sounds special. And they, they, they don't just talk about the normal things. They're very political. They're very, you know, uh, eco-minded. You know, like, I, I do enjoy that they talk about different things than what the, the metal, you know, genre usually talks about. Like, they do stand out amongst the rest, you know. Even album art-wise, I always feel like they have such interesting things. They have, um, on one of their albums, which I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, they have a song called Unicorn, and it's just a, it's like a three-minute song where it's just like this very light guitar with like whale sounds in the background and it's, it's just so pretty and it and like you know it that sounds random and off the wall but it fits so perfectly again with that eco-minded sort of sense that they have you know that they're, that they're, that they're trying to get across the sense of beauty that you can have with just like you know with the with the ecosystem it's, it's a good album it's 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 more it it, it, it it more of the same is the wrong thing to say because it, it this album does feel different from um the other two that they had, uh, from Mars to, to something else, I can't remember, and, and um, I'm losing my words here. It's a very good album, you know, it's just the, the problem with, like, I, I had, I definitely had a much better time with R&B this year and rock than I did with metal, and that's why this is such a hard pick. Like I said, Whack Rat was going to be my, my pick, but clearly there's controversy on that, that, that album, you know, what exactly, you know, genre it is. And, you know, Voodoo just being wrong in general. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, it, it's, it's good, though. It, 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 and even though necessarily it, it wasn't my first choice, you know, when I was trying to pick the, it, it definently is worth listening to. You know, I, I definitely feel like it is is worth giving a listen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I picked this album because, like, I wasn't happy with anything in metal. Like, none of it was, like, speaking to my soul. Uh, it was all kind of, like, destroying myself, <laughs> actually. Um, I wanted something that was more uplifting, but, you know, with all the, you know, epicness of metal. So I picked them, Devin Townsend Project, because the whole album Transcendence is literally about transcendence. It's all about, uh, you know, feeling calming and uplifting and then leaving um, the album in a brighter mood. Um, uh, well, yeah, mood, mood. <laughs> yeah, uh, some of the songs are a bit long, like one of the songs is almost 10 minutes, but uh, that's the exception. All the other songs are like your average um length for a song on this album, so yeah, there we go. I'm happy now. Yeah, 
<laughs> oh, but um, Gojira, I, they were my second pick. Uh, I used to pick them because, again, they left me... Like, I couldn't connect with them. Like, I told uh, Serene, the music is too atmospheric for me. So I couldn't, like, really... It didn't stick to my soul. You know, I couldn't, like, really carry it. I kind of forgot what the songs were about. Um, except for the song Only Pain. Only Pain is one of my favorite songs of the year. I don't know what it is about that song, but he gets so hurt. And I love it. So, yeah. It's, it's that atmosphere that you're connecting with. Like... When, when they get you, they'll get you, you know, kind yeah. of thing. They're, they're a really good band. I feel good about my pick now. Okay, guys. Top R&B album of the year. Okay, um, so I'm looking this off because... Whoa, 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 told why, me to. why are you just starting like that? You whoa. told me to. No, I said who could be whoever I wanted to be. You're such a leader, man. Yeah, you're a little rascal. <laughs> Oh, fully. Go ahead, Lynn. Okay, uh, so R&B. Um, this was a great year for R&B. This is probably R&B's year, really. Like, it is, like, you know, infecting every sound that it is right now. Especially in the pop uh, scene. Uh, but despite having all these great R&B albums, only one really, really connected to me, uh, and that was Solange's uh, A Seat at the Table. Oh my goodness, this album is 21 songs long, but it's cool because most of the songs are um, interludes, so it's like, you know, this 30 second um, passes of somebody talking, and then she goes back to singing, um, but what makes this album so special is how Salon sings, she sings with so much pain, and it feels so human, like, I feel like I'm really going through a journey with her, and I understand her depression. On on a weird deep level, uh, so that's why I picked it. What, what about you, Mary? No, uh, yeah, uh, I picked uh, Frank Ocean's "Blind." Uh, his vocal performance on here is outstanding. I mean, if you listen to his honesty, his vulnerability, and his openness, it, it's it's so. Um, I mean, it's so refreshing. You know, he's not trying to be anybody else that you know that is not very authentic and uh, kind of like Solange's album is very authentic you know it's, it's her and it's not a character uh, I, I love how he uh, is able to talk about Hurricane Katrina and also talk about past relationships it's the same metaphor using the same metaphor you know what, what, what metaphor was that because I don't remember that and, Pink and White is really is talking about him living in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's also talking about past relationships and your, your relationships to his relationship to nature, you know, and yeah. how, you know, he can still be immortal, immortal after after being going through so much tragedy. He can still, you know, in a heavy black spirit after being in a past relationship that was terrible. You know? I swear, every single time I hear you guys talk about Frank Ocean, I'm like, I gotta listen to that album again, because maybe I'll get it this time. Every single time, I'm like, no. I still I still <laughs> don't see why he like this. Oh, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't, so I didn't like it I as much. I feel that. I didn't like it as much either. I completely agree with you. I, I, didn't, I didn't see all of that. I, to be honest with you, that I was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I honestly kind of felt like the album was kind of like, yeah, you know, 
you know, grade A bullshit, you know, it just didn't seem all of that. I feel like that's more for you and Lynn than me because I don't, all those nuances that are kind of like existent but non-existent and like when I was doing, trying to get my art degree, like everybody talks about it, your main thing you learn how to do is kind of like how to bullshit. You know, having a reason for every reason that you do for something. And I don't know. I felt like a lot of it was just kind of bullshit, to be honest. But it's not a bad album. I just don't agree with everything that he supposedly say it, says it is, you know. Anybody can do that. You can say this whole little splatter of paint right here is representing your childhood. That's why it's slashed so hard. Because it's your childhood. And your childhood was rough and everything else. And these straight lines represent how you fixed yourself and got together. You know, it's what the fuck ever, man. Just say you like doing fucking splashes of paint and you like straight lines. Cool. We're good. You don't have to give me a story to sell it. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. I don't, I don't feel like that's fair. I feel like Frank Ocean's album is some bullshit. Like, I think it's definitely an album he listened to, like, multiple times. It's not like a one-time listen, like, oh, I get it. It's like, no, you need, like, at least seven times like oh wait okay i'm feeling a lot now like it, it, it sneaks up on you because it's so minimal but once it does hit you it hits you hard it's a lot like gojira in that way because it is very atmospheric gojira seems like a first like notch hit there's there's nothing to me yeah, no, gojira is now like i listened oh, to, listen to gojira's album and the first time I, listened, I was like like it was just like like uh i was plastic and it was glue what and like that's how that happened like it, it, it nothing stuck but the more i listened to it the more I'm like okay i like stranded i like you know it's, it's, it's good but that's the thing that's different about it if it's good music then it's good then you can Frank dig, Olsen, it's good yeah music. but if you can dig digger into it and then it might become more but what i'm saying is from the first beginning of it there was nothing really just Outstanding or crazy good. Yeah, there was. Before that, Channel Orange had a lot of that. There was more structure and everything else. This one seemed more like an art project versus something else. That's why you had to have the backstory. He has to tell you things and everything else just for you to jump on it. If it takes that many listens to get into an album, then you have a problem because we're in a I, fast I, I, world. I, 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 don't, I don't think we have a problem. I think, you know, Frank Olsen didn't release this album all at once. You know, that's the other thing with Frank Olsen about like, when's the new album going to come out, right? And when it, does, cause when it does come out, he releases the first part, which is a video album, totally separate album called Endless. Then he releases Blonde, uh, like uh, a little while after that, and everybody has to like, say, I'm listening to this because we've been waiting for it so long. Uh, I, I don't think nothing stood out the first time you listened to it. Like, even Serene said, Solo stood out to him. And even the song, uh, I want to say it's Ivy, or uh, maybe it's Pink and yeah. when, when Frank Ocean like, screams at the end, I was dreaming! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th th there are definitely uh, parts and songs that do stand out. But if you want to get like fully enveloped in it and fully appreciate it, you have to listen to it a lot. I know, but I'm talking about as an album. You can have, but well, that's what uh, you can take it. That's like to a pop standard where there's one good single and the rest of it shit. You know, and I feel like as a full functional album, I don't think it should take that many listens it might keep getting better and better but that first one should hit you like oh i am intrigued i need to keep doing this i need to see what else is going but on but i think it did I, I, I think a lot of people were intrigued by the first sense like wait okay i think i got i think i got some i like i like some of it but i'm not sure i got all of it i think the album does like ask you to listen to it again and again 
I mean, I think that's why even like Serene here is like I just listen to it again. Yeah, I, I think even you say you listen but, to but it. But that's again. that's because of what you guys are saying. I'm not getting this because of something else. As an average listener, and somebody just gave me this album, I would be like, "Nah, dude, that's kind of it." If I had to keep coming back as a consumer for you to keep telling me and giving me all these interesting facts and hitting me up with like what Mary said, that's a draw. You know, that makes you draw in closer to it to where it's like, I need to check this out, figure out what's going on. But if I didn't have you guys, then, you know, that would be it. And to me, that's what separates it from being a great, great album. What the fuck is wrong with you, Serene? I'm I'm sorry. I I, I was going to let you just go on and on because what you guys are arguing opinions at this point, it doesn't really matter. So <laughs> I, I went on a website and I'm reading an article that is titled Is Masturbation Destroying the Climate? And it's amazing. It is as amazing as that name of that article is. It is awesome. I love crazy religious people. It's, it's, it's awesome. Anyway, you guys keep going. I'm sorry. No, no. We're good. We're good. I think because I know you ended it perfectly. So, Serene, <laughs> what is your pick? Of the year, for I, I, th- I picked Childish Gambino's "Awaken My Love." This was going to be my album pick of the year because this is an album. This, this is like a textbook album for me. Like this isn't a you know oh there's one or two good songs here and yeah I enjoy what he does at the end. No, th- this is like through and through song one to song you know eleven or wherever it ends twelve. It's an album, and it all comes together. It's all tied together so nicely. It all sounds great. Like it is, it, it has honestly turned me on to R and B. Like I have, I, I, you know, was kind of iffy on the genre, but now I feel so open to it because if this is the potential that it can have by someone who, you know, for me, you know, is it was just an actor, you know, that can turn around and do some some music like this. I, I, I can't help but it'd be like, yeah, no, like I, I want to hear more from the genre. If this is what the potential could be, you know, like it's, it's. It's really good, and, and, and listening to it again, you know, when we were kind of doing the, the our thing about the, our, our picks for the year, it's it just, I, I wanted to give this my own pick of the year. It's just that the one that did get picked, you know, I feel like hits the same notes in terms of, you know, it's a good album from beginning to end. They just... I listen to the other one a lot more than I would listen to this one because you know again this is it's it's still very new for me but it is it is so good and and I honestly like go out of my way when I'm talking to people about music to be like no you should listen to this because as an album I feel like it is it perfectly encapsulates everything an album should be it's not too long all the songs are connected it's trying to tell you something it's emotional each song feels like it is where it needs to be, you know, like so, so many of the little things that we critique through these podcasts, it, it just, it feels to hit so well. It, it, I, I felt like it was such a good album. That's interesting. What about, uh, what about yeah. you, Rudy? <laughs> it's a great, I mean, I'm glad that he's turned, I'm glad that he's turned on by that. That's great, man. I mean, it's about time. Yeah. About fucking time. You see, this I is. I thought the same thing, honestly. This is what the podcast is about, yo. This is, this is oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay, what's, what's your pick? Baptized in the fall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I, no, just like, I'm, I'm happy for Serene, and I feel like that's the way it's supposed to be. And I feel like you guys do the same for me with different things, and just hearing conversations sometimes, you know, breaks my mind as far as what I'm listening to and how I'm taking it, like, conceptually versus what I usually do. Like, you guys always talk about lyrics. So here lately, I've been trying to pay a little bit more attention to lyrics, you know? And um, it has kind of broadened the song. It's kind of made me 
you know, sometimes it's made me like a song more, and sometimes it's really made me feel like, man, this song is shit. Beats dope though, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, so my top R and B pick for the year is K Michelle, "More Issues Than Vogue." Um, it's like your textbook R and B black woman album. You know, I was listening to it. I had Lynn listen to one of the songs called uh, Sleep Like a Baby, which is basically she's talking about um, her boyfriend and he's sleeping in the bed like a baby. And she's just dealing with a lot of shit that he's put her through. But obviously she loves him because, you know, he's there sleeping like a baby. And she's like, maybe I should go cheat on you while you're sleeping like a baby. You know, she's just going through all these issues and trying to get over it because she really loves this man. Which is very, you know, textbook R&B. Her vocals are wonderful, you know. Uh, she could sing with some of the greats, in my opinion. Um, it, it's kind of interesting because you know when it's an R&B hit, when you see all these black women driving their cars with their windows down, bumping this song and singing it about this dude that just broke their heart or did something to them. Mary Poppins, I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they'd just be hurt. They'll just be hurt as fuck, and they'll be singing the shit out of this, you know? And she has this one song called Can't Raise a uh, Man. (laughs) And it's just talking about how this guy's just so immature, and he calls himself a man, and she's like, you're nothing but a child, and I'm not going to raise you. That's your mother's job and all this other bullshit. And um, she does a great job with doing it. This is something that R&B is missing. Um, you know, now it's either shake your ass and everything else, but she's more about women empowerment and, you know, actually being vulnerable by saying you did hurt me, but I'm trying to be a better person, you know, um, and trying to get better. And these are all like real life experiences for her too. She's one of those type of people. But, uh, if you guys have time, check it out. You know, you might be that black woman with your window down listening to it when, you know, your feelings get hurt. (laughs) I'll have to put that on at some point. It's yeah. good. It's really, it's really good shit. It's kind of interesting how good it is. Because um, she started out as a reality TV star on um, Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, you know, most of them are on there trying to like get a music career and everything else. But unbelievably, she can actually really sing and does a really good job. It's kind of scary. I think she's like yeah. top two or three right now as far as R&B goes. And that's kind of, like, unheard of because now, you know, most of the time R&B is just kind of a thing, you know? There'll be, like, a single, but her album's actually doing really good. And she came all the way from being just a girl from, I think she's from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, going to college, stripping while she was in college. But she wasn't stripping, stripping. She was known for, like, singing and shit while she was stripping, which is whatever. But, uh, yeah, enough of that. Okay. R&B. Top album, 2016. Lynn, did you say your pick? Yeah. yeah. I know, I just want to say it. I know. Okay, so the next one, genre, that we have is going to be pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Lynn? The, the tension. As the pop champion, <laughs> what album did you choose for 2016? I feel like that's the biggest question of the hour. Um, yeah. So this year on pop, uh, pop had 
a strange year uh, where all the biggest artists of pop were releasing songs, uh, including Bruno Mars, Rihanna, uh, Kanye West. And he's not a pop star. He does. He's definitely in the pop atmosphere. Pop is uh, like that girl that keeps her legs open for everybody. I, again, yeah. I, I don't really think it's a genre. But I, I don't either. That's why this was really difficult because you can really choose whatever you want to for this and just clarify it because it's popular. Wild yeah. card. Yeah. Um, and Lynn's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I've had this conversation multiple times that like kill you guys. <laughs> um, but on that note, um, Pop to me this year was kind of weak. Um, but I do think one of the stronger things besides Bruno Mars was uh, Beyonce. Uh, I had to get to Beyonce for Lemonade only because um, pop is a weird thing, like y'all said. Uh, it does, uh, you know, takes different aspects from different genres and puts them together into like a song, right? And that's what Beyonce does. That's what Beyonce album does a whole way through. Um, it has mixtures of gospel, country, rock, hip hop, R and B. You name it. It kind of tastes like element, and it uses it. Uh, but it's all done extremely well. Uh, I had a great time with all these songs, and a lot of these songs are all inspirational to me at very different times in my life. Uh, Formation was definitely a song of empowerment for me at times, even though it's not specifically meant for me. It did help me. Freedom, same thing. Hold up with with that weird reggae feel uh, was an empowerment songs. All these songs are very empowering. Um, and because of that and how well it misses all these different sounds and how big of an impact it had on music this year, I had to go to Beyonce. She made an amazing pop album. It is the ideal of what pop is. So, um... Serene? I, I had to give mine to Bruno Mars' 24K Magic because when I think of pop music, I, I try to think of music that's fun, you know, music that I enjoy, and I did not have more fun with an album pop-wise than Bruno, K, Bruno Mars. I mean, I've, I've liked Bruno, Bruno Mars in the past, and I'm excited to see, as I was excited with American Capitalist when that came out with Five Finger, I was worried that it was going to be a bad album because it's the third album and it's it's time for them to fall. But no, fuck's sakes. Like, you know, Bruno Mars comes out with 24K Magic and just kills it. Like, I, I he, he hits all the notes. He got his really fun songs. You know, he, he has his, like, really, you know, love songs. And, and I can't help but, like, even now, like, if I want to just put something on that just gives me a little bit of energy and makes me kind of want to dance, you know, 24K Magic's definitely where it goes. Like, it, I, Chunky's even growing on me to a point, you know, like, where, like, I can, I can put that one on. And, like, me and my girlfriend, like, just the other day, she put Ver, Versace on the floor, you know, like, just, just, just add something to listen to, you know, like, it's, it's, it's become one of those things that I really thought Lady Gaga was going to be the album that her, uh, um, Joanne album was going to be the one that I was going to listen to a bunch, but Bruno Bruno Mars came in and just kicked it in the butt, and and it just it, it's really good. I really enjoy it. What about you, Mary? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I picked uh, "Good Grief" Lucy by Lucius. Uh, I, I I was amazed by what I was hearing on the the, the, the musicianship uh, of the uh, the back, the backing uh, producers and. And I was amazed by their vocal arrangements, and I was just amazed that they were able to, uh, you know, put some folk type Americana sounds in there on that album. And you know, that to me is, is just, just a, you know, something that's, that proves their talent 
whenever I hear them going through all these genres of music and then making it all catchy, that to me is talent to me. And I, I, I love that they're, they're able to um, be funky at the same time, very folky. You know, I haven't found that on any other album. Interesting. Funky and folky. Uh, uh, I don't uh, think that's a mix yeah. I've ever heard before. Yeah. Inter- interesting. Uh, who do you yeah. say that was, Mary? Lucia. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah it's, the, it's, the, it's the duo the, that sings uh, Dusty Trails. And I, I think y'all heard uh, the one song I put on in the, in the uh, Hangouts was... Uh, let me see. What Maybe it Rain. Yeah, almost makes me wish for rain. Yeah, that that's a very, very catchy song. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I agree that that was a fun song. I like that a lot. Uh, what about you, Voodoo? My top 2016 pop album is by Wild Beast, Boy King. Um, psychedelic pop, man. With a little bit of electronica. Yeah, I shouldn't have really picked. Um, I, the song I sent everybody to listen to was Big Cat. Um, it's like the intro of it, but I really like Big Cat for some strange reason. Um, it's very lucid, uh, groovy type feeling. But uh, check out the rest of the album. I'm just going to say that. Just check it out. Just give it a listen for your old boy Hooter. Just, just, just for you, Voodoo. Just because just, you said it. Just, just give it a little listen. Yeah, seriously, you know. Look. Just check it out, and then you're going to be like, huh. I don't think you would really expect it from me. I don't think. I didn't expect it from you. I've heard that album, and no, I did not expect that from you at all. I know. No. What did you think about that album since you actually heard it? I, I didn't like that album. I didn't like it? Why did you like it? No, seriously, I, I love the little... I thought it was boring. Like, to me, like, you said psychedelic, uh, electronic pop, which to me kind of, like, ruins it for me. Uh, psychedelic electronica, it, it's just already kind of gross for me. Uh, and I feel like they didn't, like, immerse it too jars into anything interesting. Like, contrast it to, like, Tam Impla, who I think does like a great job of making that psychedelic electronic pop music. You know, it just had like a great groove yeah. to it. And it's like, yeah, right? Uh, you know, that's why Rihanna covered that song, um, uh, New Person, Same One Mistakes. You know, it's just a great song. But right. they, they have nothing. Let's not mention that album. Anti was a great album. No, it was a great album, but <laughs> every Anti. song that Lynn really liked on that album was. I like every song that Honestly, <laughs> not hers. And then I was just like, what? Like Gotham, yeah, remember it? You remember? Gotham I might, still, I still got I a little bit of Gotham. that podcast. I might throw up a little bit of a snippet for you guys, just so you guys can hear Lynn being Lynn. <laughs> Gotham is a great song. I don't care. No, I'm not saying it's not, but it's not her. She's not even on it. That's the bad part. She's on it. We discussed this. We discussed. We looked this. it up. She's you not were, over there. Maybe, though. maybe in spirit. <laughs> and bro, though, it's a in deep spirit, man. she on there, but All she ain't right. on there. Uh, okay, sorry. so <laughs> what is the next genre we have left, sir? Uh, hip hop. Do we? Yep. Is it hip hop? Yep. Hip hop. Well, it's your boy Voodoo, and I'm gonna do it. 
it. Flatbush Zombie was my pick. Their album. I'm going to look up the name real quick to make sure I say <laughs> it right. Because here lately, I've been saying names all types wrong. I don't know. Something's really wrong with me. But uh, League Odyssey, 3001. Um, awesome, man. It's hip-hop. They rap. They rap. They actually rap. They rap. Key Not point saying. of this whole thing. They rap. And damn good. I mean, um, it's not, it, it's, you know, for a lot of people that are like hip-hop heads and shit, you'll be with this. If you like Schoolboy Q, it's a more technical rap of Schoolboy Q. You like Kendrick, it's a little bit under Kendrick. But it's okay. Because Kendrick is getting kind of boring now. Whoa. I said it. No. 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 Whoa. Don't. 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 This K-Dot. Don't. This K-Dot. No, man. No. He's got a K-Dot show. I do. <laughs> but no. Um, seriously, though. It's good, man. If you like hip-hop, you like interesting beats, you like, um, you know, trippy, you know, black hippie type rap, this is where you're at. This is the way to go. I would. I really wanted to actually send this to Serene, but I was just like, I don't know if it'd be in it or not. It to me, it's almost like a metal standpoint too of hip hop, which is very interesting. Like it's aggressive, but it's in like a rap aggressive way. And they're not talking about fucking bitches or anything like that, but like in a way of, you know, like damn, they're really getting off some. Yeah, they're really getting off some bars. There's some bars that are going on this. Bars on bars on bars. So Serene. Yes. What was your top? hip-hop pick 2016 I, I was told that this was a rap pick so same difference picks, okay so the, okay fair enough school IQ I, I that that being the out like I'm not a big rap guy like I'm, I'm gonna be honest and a lot of the music I listen to is more retrospectively than than current day but serene like serene yeah you know you said rock right no, he said, he said rap. He said rock. I swear. I said rap. I swear I've been down and said rock. That's why I said, so I just asked you. You said, yeah. No, you set me up. No, I, Betrayal. I, I, I used to ignore Betrayal. you. <laughs> Betrayal. Betrayal. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, even, 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 like, not yesterday, I was listening to uh, Big Body by Schoolboy Q, you know? <laughs> like, it, when, when, when I when I think of, about a podcast that we did, that one was probably, like, my favorite out of all of them. Like, I, I feel like we, we really did go into the album and uh, the album art, and, and I feel like I learned a lot just from talking to you guys, you know, when it, when it, when it came to who Schoolboy Q was, and it really helped open my eyes to what that sort of you know that that kind of rap could be because we did go on to talk about you know uh you know zero and um the other YG. guy who i don't want to say his name wrong yg yg yes yg and and i didn't care for those ones and and i and i, and I definitely feel like schoolboy q definitely was one of those guys that could fall into the same category and it really stood out to me you know as someone who understood the world around him as much as he understood that, you know, sort of hood life kind of thing, you know, like, and, and I, I really respect that, that he had that sort of introspective that he wanted to put through with his music, you know, I, I, I felt like it was very good, while also still getting out his, you know, got a good thing with a bad bitch kind of a song, you know, to, to, to quote from the jewels there. Um, what? Yeah, what? sorry. You're quoting from the jewels? <laughs> George, I, I, I did that. I did that. 
<laughs> I like how I like how much Serene's changed through this. Yeah. You know, it, it, I really have, and, and I, I feel like that that I kind of wanted to get into this more whenever we talk about our album of the year. Just how much I feel like personally, I've grown with you guys when it comes to like as a person, because music is very. You know, I, I feel like you know can can really change a person's personality. The more you listen to other people's opinions and you know how they feel and how they view the world, and it's made me a much more open-minded person. I feel, you know, it, and and I, I really have to thank you guys for for taking me on this journey. And I and I really hope that you know this podcast isn't just a year long. Like I want to keep doing <laughs> this. So I've had a lot of fun. Yeah, I completely concur. I don't plan on going anywhere. Yeah. I don't either. On wax out, yeah. I, I love when she can dance rain. I, I, I feel like you're gonna leave us. <laughs> I feel yeah. like your outro spree, Serene. It's like we had a good time. Uh, I'm glad I met you guys. So long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm gone, you know. I'm gone. <laughs> That's enough growth for me, you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for me, I need to become an angry racist white man. Now. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, Mary Poppins, top 2016 hip hop album. Oh, it's gotta be Danny Brown's Atrocity Exhibition. It, it, it's great. That, that album was the trippiest rap album I've heard. I've heard. I've, you know, you, you can't, you don't, you've not heard any other rap album like that this decade, you know. Besides Kendrick, you know. Yeah. Kendrick is pretty trippy. But I like that he, he uses these off-kilter beats and he raps over them, you know. He's able to rap over them. And, I, you know, he's actually telling stories about his life. And he's keeping up with Kendrick Lamar on the, on, on the, uh, the feature track he has with him and with an Arrow sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that to me is astounding. I mean, I didn't think, you know, Daddy Brown was capable of that, you know. Not capable of, you know, I guess the theatrics that mm-hmm. Keith Kendrick Lamar, you know, puts out there. And and I didn't know he was capable of telling uh, his story with metaphors like that. And um, I think that anybody who listens to this album will agree that um, you can, you're not going to hear another album that sounds like that this year from this year I mean a little I mean from you know the rap genre I should say I, I, I agree and it, like also like had my favorite lyric of like the whole year thing which was um, by Earl Sweatshirt which uh you know get your cows off my chucks which I think is like the coolest line ever because like your cows ain't clutch my chucks you know like he's just the other way around but he's like no my, my shoes are cool I, I just love that so much um I want to like I, I dream about that line like like I, I want to rap it. Uh, <laughs> you want to rap it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so my pick uh, for hip hop album of the year is by No Name. Uh, that's the name of the artist. <laughs> not, not, not anyone you know what's good enough, but the artist is No Name. Uh, she is from Chicago, and she is a fellow um, I guess alum with Chance the rapper and uh, Saba. A whole bunch of other artists coming out from that city, you know. Uh, but her album is really special to me. It's not long. I think it's like 35 minutes. 
Um, but it's it's all her, mostly her, just rapping uh, about her life and what she's thinking about mostly. Um, it, it's more like spoken word mixed in with some very pretty um, hip hop beats. Like it, it's not um, like Danny Brown where it's all very aggressive and weird beats. Instead, it's very. Um, for lack of a better word, sparkly, I would say, is what comes to mind. Um, but she makes it work. And I'm, I'm never bored with what she's saying. I listen to the album the whole way through. Like, it's a complete album for me. It's what a hip-hop album should be. I'm never bored. I'm never like, okay, this song is a bit weird. No, the whole album flows. It's it's great. And we're going to review yeah, it. I, yeah. Yeah, I think, it should, I think that J. Cole was trying to do this. Or oh, really? was doing. Okay. What, what no name what is I doing? What no I name is? She, she actually pulls it off. Okay. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, I, I kind of forgot. I didn't forget about J. Cole. Like, I actually really like that album. I feel like I'm in the minority there. But it's not album of the year material, unfortunately. Uh, what, next year, J. Cole, next year. What about you? You know, J. Cole still has that, you know... Um, Mistake with Kendrick Lamar that might come out next year. It's supposed to be an album. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah an album. That's going to be an album? Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be an album. Yeah. Hmm. Don't I think, think that, I don't know if it's going to be really great. Now, Drake's supposed to have one with Gucci Mane, and he's supposed to have one with Kanye West. Have you ever listened to East Atlanta Santa? You fucked up. Yeah, check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was listening to it earlier uh, today. And I was like, shit, I should have chose this. This is really good shit. But it's more um, along the lines of, like, street hip-hop. You know, Gucci Mane went through this whole change where he got arrested and everything. Thought he was going to face 33 years, but he got lucky and he didn't. And, you know, he had the biggest glow-up of 2016. So, yeah, check out some Gucci Mane. Honorary mention. Um, so, next, guys, we did it and set it up where we would talk about the albums that we just like. Just because we like them. And albums we think everybody should check out. So it's whatever you like, whatever you feel. Um, I'm going to throw that to Serene. What should people listen to? Just because. Because it's good. Ghost. <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to go right into the album of the year. Listen to Ghost. That band is... I, I, I feel like I have a problem at this point with how much I listen to this band. They're so good. I, I love them. And... And again, I'm going on a technicality here because Melanora was uh, was released in 2015, but they released a deluxe version in 2016. So fuck it, we're doing this. We're, I'm talking about Ghost. I think we could do a little album review. We didn't do a whole podcast. I'm talking about it now. I love Ghost. That band so fucking good. Love it. It it, it is atmospheric. It is dreadful. It, it 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 encapsulates everything what I love about the game Bloodborne, and that it has a very serious take on horror without by being subtle you know like it this isn't like you know boo scary face this is like there's no god and you're gonna die one day you know that sort of dread where you know like it's 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 just like has this constant you know sort of you know pulse and the way they take the gimmick of this anti-pope that's that's has his minions kind of playing in the band you know and they they just full-on commit to it throughout their music is just oh, so good to me and i can't wait for the the they, they released their their pope star ep and 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 i'm just excited to see what they can come out with next because it sounds different from what melanora was it's odd i'm so excited i'm i'm i i can't it is such such a good group and 
I feel like the only reason why this band is beating out Whack Rat is specifically because this this album came out earlier, which means I've listened to it more. You know, and and I feel like there's more in depth to the album than Whack Rat has. You know, like you sure there's, there's not more... like another reason, like another secret reason. Another secret reason. <laughs> I um sure I can think of another reason. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, uh, no, 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 he, like, he's I, playing I, with I, you. <laughs> he didn't get it at all, did he? He just he said, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> he, he he's playing with you. He's saying, no, I know he is, and I'm just right. gonna take you. I'm taking him seriously so that his joke doesn't work. Oh, yeah, I'm I, sorry. I <laughs> no, I call what he was doing. I felt like oh, uh, like like like, like it, I felt like it was Zelda. It's a trap. <laughs> Zelda. Not <laughs> even Star Wars. Star Fox. Star Wars. Star no Wars. Star Wars. No. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, no, not Star Wars. Did, did, no, you're, that's you're, freaking I, Legend of Zelda. Oh yeah. See God, man. Shit. None of y'all are gamers. Get the fuck out of here. Done. Voodoo out. Lynn, what, what was your album of the year? What, what was your pick? Man, my album of the year was a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but after like a live, uh, okay, let's, I'll say this first. I have a runner-up, uh, and that was Angel Olsen, My Woman. My goodness, it's a, um, I'm not going to say indie rock. If I say indie rock on this podcast, I think I'm going to get, you know, stoned. <laughs> so let's just say it was a folk soft rock album. Um, and it's... Uh, I wouldn't say emotional, but it's the same way as John Mayer's albums, um, Born and Raised. It's very introspective and uh, looking inside. Uh, and in that way, it's very good. But not only that, he has great guitarists, and C feels very intimate on that album. Now, my actual album of the year pick, uh, which I think is the uh, sister of Angel Olsen, is Salons. Uh, my Seat at the Table. So, yeah, it's, it's R&B of the year and it's album of the year um i had to say salons because again salons is going through a lot of stuff she is depressed as heck uh but it's okay she's working through it right uh and she's like taking you through her whole stuff through the person uh in that 21 long album 21 songs um and it worked like i listened to that song i cried i felt okay and it was all good at the end. Like, you listen to that album, it's, it's a healing album. And that's why it's the album of the year. This year has sucked. Uh, and I feel like this album is the album you need to get through it. So, what about you, uh, Mary? Well, um, you talk about honorable mentions. Uh, nobody's mentioned James Blake's album. I mean, I like the album. Most people don't feel him as much as I. I, I, I feel him. I, I like the way that he emotes on the album. I like his, his use of, um, I guess, um, uh, kind of a, what is it, a drum and bass type of uh, sound. And I, I like that he actually is the one on control of the boards and is producing the whole thing. And I just love the way it, it, it just comes out that chaos and his his um, emotion is coming out on the song Choose Me on that uh, cover of anything. Yeah. I mean, I love that. But 
Uh, as far as my um, album of the year, I would say Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. I mean, that's a great album. Yeah. I mean, I, I love funk music, and I was so I was so pumped when I heard some funk on, on, on the album. And when I heard him, you know, him do that, it, I was like, what? Childish Gambino <laughs> is actually coming out with something I like. <laughs> You know, I like Childish Gambino, you know, man. I, like, I, don't, I don't really like Childish Gambino like that. I mean, if it, this is the race we're going into. I'm going to be a Childish Gambino fan. Mm-hmm. Why so do I people said, not like him? What did he do? His raps were dope. I mean, he was I, on point. He could actually rap. I, don't know I mean, what it is. I don't, we don't I, like Gambino is a mastermind. Fuck a bitch just to pass the time. What? He's a really hipster to me for some reason. I think that's it. He's just like a hipster. How are you going to say that and you like chicks that use rocks as deodorant? Get the fuck out of here, Mary Poppins. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> shit. We're going to bust up you. Oh, bullshit. Joker had a damn tuning fork as her, like, as her, sep- her, as her acceptance ring. And she's just like, yeah, I'm checking the tune for everybody in here. And then it fell out by accident. She said, somebody's bad out of tune. I said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's my girl. You gotta get off my girl. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. So I decided to get off. So fucking ridiculous. No, that's so dumb. Mary Poppins um. like that shit though. Shit, it's go hard yeah, for that. Shit, she said you had to like rub your underarms like a hundred times each, <laughs> and you ain't gonna smell bad. The fuck? Who does that? <laughs> Shit. I don't think she was being that serious though. No, uh, she was. She said, "I got it on now. Smell uh, it." God, get the fuck out of here, man. <sighs> Shit. All right, honorable mention for me: The Weekend, Starboy. I've been listening to it. I've been deep into it. It's a good fucking album. He is the Michael Jackson of today's. Trap R and B. Okay, there you go. Fuck <laughs> with me. Fuck <laughs> with me if you Did might. You that? that that was a big claim. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he uh, is though. Seriously, listen to how he sings. Check out what he's saying. He's telling these stories. I get stories. that he's trying to be Michael Jackson. I don't think he nah, is not, though. He is. Nah, he I is. I, I I mean I'm not talking about like nah, as far nah. as let me say this. If Michael Jackson was to do that genre, that is what it would sound like. Honestly. Think about everything he said. Blue Gangster, um, Billie Jean, and all this other shit. It's the same thing. He's just not talking as dirty. It's going around the same boat. And if Michael Jackson started doing what The Weeknd is doing right now, he probably wouldn't be as famous as he is. I just I just think that Michael Jackson had you know more talent and charisma than you know The Weeknd does. He does have more charisma. Yeah, he, I, he I can agree. I can agree with that, but I'm talking about like stylistically. With the music, okay. it's it's Lincoln. All right, fair enough. Now, I'm not like adding the per- person and stuff into. It. I'm talking about stylistically. Um, okay. Yeah. No. I see stylistically. Next, um, what's my next pick? I'm gonna have to give it to uh, the Devil You Know. Uh, they are fucking awesome. Howard Jones used to be in Kill Switch Engage. He's now in this band. Fucking stupid, man. Fucking stupid. I, I love Kill Switch Engage, and it's like a heavier Kill Switch Engage. With some death metal thrown in. I, you just can't beat that. You know, you go to McDonald's, you ask for extra cheese, and they actually give it to you with the fry you ordered. Who could ask for more? 
Okay. Yeah, no, fair enough. I, I would also like to throw out that my runner-up, because I don't think I actually gave it, is, is Childish Cambino. That, that, that... It's a good album. Like I said, I just purely by the fact that I listen to Ghost more than I listen to Childish Gambino, that, that it, it went out. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Yeah, I think I overloaded on Childish Gambino, to be honest, and I don't mean that like in a bad way, but I was listening to it so much to the point where like I had to listen to something else. But it is really good, really, really, really good for sure. Um, I, like on that note, like what what do you guys listen to the most this year? Because like 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 that one I listened to the most this year was Rihanna's Anti, but it's not my album of the year pick or my even my runner. And, and that's hard because you know you think about it like what you were listening to earlier on and you know some of it still competes as good but it's never going to come out around the same time I would say the best thing I think that we could do is who do you guys feel like is going to run 2017 I don't know I seriously think Whack Ride is coming out I'm just kidding Keisha Keisha <laughs> yeah, Keisha, Keisha, they, she might do now, something. Now, but in all seriousness, Mitski though, I mean, seriously. <laughs> Whoa, what? Why? Oh, I'm gonna be thrilled with you too. I tried, I tried, I tried it again. I stopped and I just got by myself and I said, I'm gonna listen to this another try, just a little bit, just to give my brother another chance. <laughs> and like, <laughs> man, it was the same damn thing. And I listened to Dan the Dancer at least four times. And I'm like, this chick is not talking about what Liz talking about. Is she talking about? This is no fucking way. And you know, I was really thinking about sending her like a message and asking her if she would like come on a podcast just so she could explain this shit to us. And I feel like either it's gonna go real good or it's gonna go real bad real fast. <laughs> I love it. I, I can see her coming on the podcast and we being like, "So is Dan the dancer about masturbation?" She's like, "Yeah, it's about masturbation." And Lynn's still like, "No, it's not. It's about dance." Probably. <laughs> like I, I probably would. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know you talking about. Know what you talking about? <laughs> Who do you think you are? You didn't write it. Oh no, wait. I, I know now. You didn't write that song, Miss. I know you didn't write it down. <laughs> Shit. Um, You're just like Rihanna. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what, what's going on today? We gonna tap Rihanna, we gonna talk Misky? You guys, leave me alone. That's a lot of attacking. Okay. I, I, I got feelings. <laughs> I don't know, but like for 2017, I kind of feel like maybe, um, I feel like the people that are gonna really do, most think Young and May could really do something, mm. possibly. But she's really got to, like, start dropping some major heat, which I haven't really been seeing. Um, Metal-wise, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be the same it was this year, you know? Wait, 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 like, metal-wise, like, didn't all the big, like, metal names come out this year? Like, it, 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 who's left for next year? And see, that's really fucking tragic how you just said Slip, that. Slipknot, Slipknot, it's... Well, mind you, it might be six years before they put out another album, but you know, like they—they they, they, the last album was twenty fourteen. So, yeah. isn't that really tragic, though? Like how you just said that. Like, no, but metal has always been one of those things that's—it's a background genre. Because because Lynn posed the question, when has there ever been a good year for metal? And you know, it's—it's it's kind of like metal's always been kind of that hipster genre. Like it's—it's it's always been what the underground is listening to, like what the rejects of what the underground is listening to. You know, like well, you know what? I take it back. I will give you one. I'm gonna throw it at Oceano, and I'm gonna throw it at um fucking what the hell's the name of that band? Uh, 
Bringing fire from the gods. We listen and to honestly, it. I feel like metal's moving more European. Like the American side of metal's really died down. Like it's 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 definitely like the bands like Sabaton that are kind of taking over. That's oh, that's really scary. I hate oh, oh I, I, actually, I got I gotta get certain credit for this. I was in like a lot of best year for metal music and guitar rock in general because you know I was a bit lost in that genre. And I got I saw Sabaton a lot. So apparently, a lot of people agree with you. There's a lot of people that are wrong though. Okay. There's a lot of people that <laughs> vote for people that are wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but I would also um, I, I do think for 2017, cause like this is like a big year for music. Like a lot of big names to release music this year, uh, including Kanye West, who I guess I was kind of disappointed with this year. Uh, like the life of Pablo didn't really do anything big for me. Like I, I love Ultra Light Beam, you know, because of Chance, but. Wasn't a big album. Why didn't you add Chance to any of your lists? I thought about it, but I didn't really. Yeah. I, I didn't. I love Chance the Rapper. I really do. If you follow me on Twitter, you know I said I'm gonna marry that man. <laughs> like I, I, listening to his album, it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't take me away. You know, uh, acid rap is amazing to me. Acid rap is like one of the things like you should suit for, right? And I felt like he was like trying to make a good album, you know, make a mainstream album, but it just didn't happen. Like, some of the songs was just kind of weak. Like, the song he did with Kanye West, uh, All We Got, it was just like, eh, to me. I, I, and I hate that. I, I know he's better, but I think the problem with Chance the Rapper is, he said he doesn't produce his own music. He lets somebody else do, do the production, and then he just kind of raps over the beat. I think once he gets more and more involved into the actual production of the music, he'll make better music. But until that point... He's kind of at the, you know, realm of the producers. You've been up sending some dreadhead niggas at you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not, I'm not a label exec, though, so I'm cool. But just a rapper, like, he, this was his year. I think he had a great year. Music-wise. And Mary Poppins, why know, you know, Erica Badu? She dropped the whole thing. Yeah, no, yeah that's no, right. No, I'm coming no, after everybody in this bitch. For... That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to dropping more than a mixtape, though. She just kind of a mixtape, though, you know. But, uh, you know, some of the songs I heard before, and she was almost doing covers of songs, and, and you know, it was more of a novelty album to me. But, you know, I liked her singing with uh, her man. Drown? Well, one of her uh, Drown? Huh? Yeah. No, no, no not Drown. I'm talking about uh, Andre. Oh, yeah. On that uh, mixtape. I like that, but yeah, I'm, I'm expecting more out of her. I, I don't think she's reached her peak yet. And um, you're always gonna say that. <laughs> Be fucking no, twenty twenty eighty nine. No, she still had not met. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she's about forty five years old. But hey, it don't matter to me. She's still hot. <laughs> she can still get it. <laughs> she can still get it. <laughs> I feel the same way about Madonna. Oh no, you don't want that. That's a lot I of, do, Madonna. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of plastic and a lot of foam posit. You don't want foam that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, you come back to all of us. Who do what about you? Why no Drake? Why, Why no Drake? Drake? Why no Drake? Because more life hasn't dropped. 
Yeah, but you like views. You you, you could not stop company views. Why 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 I do is like views? What, so what, why where's views at? What's where's view? views at? Yeah, it's got more life to it. Come on, really? What, 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 why do you pick views? What, what's going on with that? Cause I'm waiting for more life. I've been listening to more life after every time Drake drops something, I always move to the next, and I can't just say more life until more life drops. That's just a, that's a lazy answer. It's not a lazy answer. It's the truth. It's lazy. Sometimes the truth hurts. Uh, but I am like sorry. all this masturbation that damn boy was doing in that room. That <laughs> makes no damn sense, man. Just sitting in there, probably giving Jergens all type of money. Shit, <laughs> baby, we're gonna get the bonus. You're here. Somebody been buying up all our lotion. <laughs> I want to give a oh, shout out. To- some joke about Benito just jacking it. Moving on. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think I gotta give a shout out to Carsey Harris. You killed it. I loved it. Not not anyone on this group chat loved it. <laughs> Don't worry, Carsey Headrest. Lynn's got your back. Yeah, right. I, I was all into that. The killer whales, drunk drivers, you know, teenage hippies. I, I love it. Hippie power. Hippie powers have killed me. I love that. Yeah. I yeah. forgot all about that shit. Yeah. Thank God. You made me remember it again. But yeah, I forgot all about oh, that. No. That was a rough album, guys. <laughs> nah, it, it was it was experimental. There was no experimental to it. It was just not good. But um, so I think it was experimental for the podcast. You know, we were learning. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this. This is on Wax Podcast. I uh, hope you with us for another year. You know, fuck twenty sixteen. It's been a bitch. But uh, we've yeah. got through it. We've learned a little bit about each other. We became musically stronger. And eventually, you know, we're all going to choose the gun or the knife. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're in the, um, with Wackrat. I, I figured that down. Would, You love the band. I, I feel know like that would make you happy. See, he's talking delirious again. All right, man. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. On Wax Out.